Welcome to Co-Creation Station with Colin and Stephanie, a podcast about the law of attraction, the art of allowing, spiritual magic, and how to enjoy this strange and miraculous journey we call life. Thanks so much for tuning in. Now here are your hosts, Colin and Stephanie. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Co-Creation Station, the podcast where we talk about spiritual magic, the law of attraction, the mind-body-spirit connection, and how to best enjoy this mystical, miraculous, mysterious, crazy, sometimes confounding, but always incredible journey we call life. My name is Colin. I'm a musician, teacher, and tarot oracle card reader in beautiful North Hollywood, California. My name is Stephanie, and I am a transformational life coach, helping people shift away from negative thinking. In San Diego, California. That's where you are. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Threw you a curveball this morning. All right. Uh, well, if you're listening to us on the audio version on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or I was going to try to remember the other one. We're getting a lot of listens on another platform, and I can't remember it. Uh, but whichever platform you're listening to us on, thank you so much. We appreciate it very much. And if you're watching us on our Co-Creation Station YouTube channel, we thank you for that. Um, if you want to follow us, like us, give us a review, subscribe, like the video, whatever, uh, we would greatly appreciate it. And it helps us a lot. Um, each week here on Co-Creation Station, uh, we have a different jumping off point for our discussion. And today we are joined once again by a very special guest who happens to be my sister. But she's also um, a chiropractor operating in Portland, Maine. Uh, her name is Dr. Kelly Worcester. Kelly, welcome back to the podcast. Yay! Hey, thanks for having me back. First guest to make a second appearance. We're going to have, Ooh, uh, if you get five appearances, you get a special green jacket. <laughs> and the handshake, right? <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. You're great. No, you're great. <laughs> Saturday night, Saturday night Live reference for everybody who didn't get that. Um, so uh, yeah, so we start our discussion. Well, welcome back, Kelly. We're glad to have you here. Uh, thank you for joining us. We know it's uh, three hours later in Maine. Um, so, mm -hmm. <laughs> so we start uh, from a different jumping off point each week. And uh, right before we hit record here, we asked Kelly, do you have anything you want to talk about? And you said you had several things, but we're going we're gonna to do one. So your number one starting off point is what for us this morning? Ducks. Ducks, Why ducks? okay. Ducks. So th there's a picture um, that I sent along. And uh, last week I was at our family lake house that Colin and I pretty much grew up in. Um, and you need it's on to a describe beautiful the lake. Picture. Just so you know, describe the picture for those of you. Yeah, okay. Okay, yes, I will. I'll do that, yep. Um, and we have a very close neighbor on the right side. They have the exact same dock. So if you, if you look out at the water, they're basically, um, you know, parallel and, uh, they go out in the water the same amount. Um, the difference between our dock and their dock is at the end of their dock, they have what, what is called a water mat and they're kind of the new thing. I don't know if anyone's heard of a water mat. But basically, it looks like a giant yoga mat, and it floats on the water. It's, it's anchored by a, a rope um, on the bottom. But um, basically, you can go out there, and you can't really sit on it. But it's something where if you don't, if, if you, you know, weigh like 75 pounds, if you're a kid, 
you can get on top of it and dive off of it. So it's kind of like a fun water feature cool. thing. Um, and so the picture that's being shown for those of you like me who listen in the car and don't have the visual aids, um, they're on the water mat at the end of their dock are several ducks. And when Colin and I were young, we never had ducks on the lake, which is strange, but over the years, more and more ducks have shown up. Yeah. And uh, this is sort of a, a funny exercise uh, or a funny observation, I guess, of, of the law of attraction just made me laugh. So the next door neighbor, awesome lady, Diane, she's just such a sweetheart. She's in her 70s. Um, she comes, you know, we, she comes over, we talk and she's just a total sweetheart. They've been there for 20 plus years. Um, so we know each other's families well. And um, although she's a sweetheart, one of the things that she does is she just hates ducks. And <laughs> And when ducks come by, cause they, they, they mostly come in the cove. So we, our camp is in a little cove area. And, um, and so there's a lot of fishing that goes on. People, you know, bring their fishing boats in and there's balloons come in quite a bit um, to fish in the afternoon. And the ducks also come right around in, right along the shoreline in the cove quite often. And they usually just go by, but not now. Now, they are attracted to Diane's property. And they, they get on her dock, they get on her water mat, and they will, the, the picture shows, I don't know, nine ducks or so just sitting there. And they were there for hours and hours and hours. They never come on our dock. They occasionally, um, there's like one duck um, with, with the, their baby, um, that comes into our little, you know, you know, where we, the, the little beach entry, you know, where we go into the lake, but they don't stay long. They just sit there. Um, and one of the things that is troublesome about ducks is uh, duck poop. And uh, duck poop is, is tough to remove, especially when the sun bakes on it. And also the bacteria in it causes duck itch. Uh, have either of you ever had duck itch before? Nope. I don't believe it's so. It's horrible. I've had it once and it's horrible. You get covered with uh, the bacteria causes these uh, red welts all over your body and you just itch like crazy. Um, but so the dock, uh, oh, that, that's right. the picture, the dock in the picture is your dock? That is actually their dock. It is okay. identical to ours that, that okay. is actually on the left that you can't see in that photo. Okay. Um, but I just think it's funny. It's the same dock. Yeah. Um, there, there is the water mat there, which they, they kind of like. But um, she, when she sees the ducks, she will run out there and throw acorns and rocks at them. And it's hilarious because she's the sweetest, most wonderful woman in the world. And she'll run out there and she'll just, boom, she'll like <laughs> help them. She'll just get, and, and of course, oh the minute gosh. she comes up, they know, she, they know. Like if I, if I come out of my camp, and I'm and I stand there and talk to them. They they're just like they swim on by. But when they see her, they're like, "Holy crap! Here she comes, guys! Get out!" And they just you know, haul ass away. So um, it's just it was just so interesting to watch that all week long, every day. And also, she has a balcony on the upper um, on her upper deck. And so when she's upstairs and she sees them come by, she'll go out of the balcony and throw. She's got reserves. Of, <laughs> acorns and she just 
yeah, or sometimes the other day when, when I was there, she just leaned over the balcony and yelled, yelled at them and they, they went away. <laughs> but um, so I, I just thought that was really interesting. And then when we were there last weekend, we happened to notice that they have a weather vane on their home and their yeah. weather vane has ducks on it. I know. That's why I was thinking like if on the pier, she has a duck. I'm like, if you don't want ducks, because <laughs> they're probably going like, that's a, oh, that's that, interesting you say that, because that's a loon, that, that, okay. that wind thing she has. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. put that out there because, that, yeah, that's a loon. And she put that out there because she thought when the wind blew and it, it doesn't work that well, but it yeah. kind of, it's sort of like a wind thing. Yeah. And she thought that would help them go away. She thought the movement oh, would help okay, them go away. Okay, okay, okay. But it, it did not. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, I just... <laughs> It's such a law of attraction thing where we just don't don't care if they come by or not. If they come by, we're like, hey, how you doing? And they just keep right. going. But yeah. man, if you're willing to throw acorns and rocks and scream and yell, they're going to hang out for a while. Well, so explain explain that to our audience, because what is going on here? Yeah. Right. That's an awesome, awesome question. Um, oh, OK. So there, there's for people who aren't uh, watching the video that's our dock and so you can kind Ugh. of see their dock over on the right um identical docks um look at all those trees oh my heart so, sings yeah, it's it's pretty luxurious up there Heaven. um so what's happening which is such a great question is um for for me I'll speak for myself and mm -hmm. in, in my knowledge of the law of attraction when I engage with something that is uh, is bothering me, is uh, not serving me, when I engage with that in some way, and that can mean throwing acorns or rocks at it, it can mean yelling at it, it can mean talking about it incessantly, um, and being obsessed with it, um, that actually helps that thing stay in my field, it helps it stick around, um, and I don't know if, if either one of you could explain it better, but um, that's so what, yeah, thank you, Kelly. I think this is awesome because I, you know, you being a list, a regular listener um, and you're having a very different experience than Colin and I are. And I love that you brought this up because it's going to help explain, we're going to be able to help explain people how the law of attraction works. And it's, so it, it really doesn't matter. Well, we do want to pay attention to how things feel because our it's I don't think we were ever told I know I never was what my emotions are really for I always thought they were they were just something else but what our emotions are really are our guidance system and so anytime I'm feeling like if I'm looking at something and it feels good I'm going to bring more of that <laughs> Colin just put up <laughs> I hate ducks with a little baby. He's got his fist up like, oh, like, yeah, that's so cute. Thank you. Um, so when I, and so if I look at something and I don't like it and I'm having an emotional response, I want to pay attention to how things feel. Mm, and so it great, really yeah. doesn't matter on if it, in the sense of if I focus on something, whatever it is, I'm going to draw more to it. I'm going to draw more of it to me. And that's what she's done. She has a strong emotion and she does mm -hmm. not like them, but because of her focus on her attention, ducks, 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 
she's getting ducks, 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 ducks. And yep. that's what it's about. And so I, as a person, I want to give more attention to what helps what I want and what feels good. Cause then I'm going to attract more of that. And what mm -hmm. I think a lot of us have done in the past and for most of our lifetime is just the opposite. And we don't understand why we keep getting more of it. And mm -hmm. so really all this is, is a practice of knowing. That's why I like calling it the game of life and learning how to play by the rules. Cause most of us don't know life is supposed to be really, really good for us. And we just don't know how to play the game. And so mm -hmm. her attention to these ducks, of course, is going to get more of them. And you, you, you and your family are just like, just like, you know, you just have no draw to it at all. And so they come and they go and they come and they go and it's, you're just like, eh. but her, <laughs> Colin just put up an image of a bunch of ducks flying. Focus on ducks. Yes. You get lots of ducks. There you go. There you go. <laughs> And so that's, they, that's, that's a take home message right there. Yeah. And so we can do that when we put our attention towards something that we really want and just trust that it's going to show up and it's, you know, the universe, God, spirit has, you know, law of attraction, it's responding. And then spirit, there's a gajillion, a billion, I don't know. I really don't know. There's so many ways things can come to us. Um, Luke, Colin and I, I didn't go into specifics, but I was telling him I've been doing some energy work this past week or two for a couple of weeks now. And this past week, because of what I've been focusing on, um, it's manifested and I'm just like, kind of like, oh my God. And I was like, yeah. And then I, I said, Colin, I just want to commit to you that I'm going to keep doing it. Cause what I've done in the past is done the work, the energy work. Oh my God, it works. And then I stopped doing it. <laughs> And then of course it stops. Right. So, um, so I'm just like, want to keep doing it and then just trusting it's going to show up in what, in whatever wonderful way it, it will. And I know that I was I think, I think the way, oh, raised sorry. in the, I was raised in the way of if there's a problem, like focus on it and fix it until, you know, keep, keep doing that until it's <laughs> solved. Right. I mean, and I it's just of the opposite are, of that. It's just right. the opposite Vanilla of that. Ice. It's from that Vanilla Ice song, uh, you know, if there's a problem, yo, I'll solve it. <laughs> Check out the hook when my DJ revolves it. That was our credo growing up. <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. I love it. <laughs> I, had to bring the, I had to bring the hip hop in. Um, Music, I movies. think one way, I think I one way I was thinking about it too, in terms of that specific story is, because a lot of people get hung up on this of like what you know i'm i'm so clearly not liking ducks like uh, how could i be giving a message to the universe send me ducks when i'm clearly like throwing things at them to get them to go away like why isn't <laughs> that a vibration and what the what something that helps me understand it this isn't this isn't any sort of scientific technical explanation but um i feel like what the universe kind of does with our energies it looks it looks at like what we are uh, what we have intensity around, you know, like what we what we get hyped up about. And so if we mm. um, love playing golf or something, you know, and we get jazzed every time we like put our clubs in the bag and go to the course or whatever, 
then the universe is like, oh, you really love golf. Okay, well, let's give you more opportunities to play golf and we'll send you people who like golf that you'll meet and they'll play with you and all that. But it's also like, if you listen to the story of the ducks from that perspective, you know, that uh, Diane, I guess is her name, is like so intense around ducks. She's like, ducks, ducks, I don't want ducks. You know, she's throwing rocks at ducks and she's like, ah, ducks, ducks, ducks. And it's sort of, to me, I just picture the universe as like just this very neutral observer going, you know, what, what do you want to do tomorrow? Oh, wow. You're, you're really having a blast, like throwing rocks at those ducks. <laughs> wow. You're all crazy about the ducks. Like all you say is ducks, ducks, ducks. You hate that. Oh God. Well, let's tomorrow I'll bring more. It seems like you really you know, not that you enjoy it, but it's like, wow, you're really into that, you know? The and energy so like, of you is ducks. Yeah. 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 And the universe is like, wow, you're really wound up about this. All right. I'll give you some more. It seems like you're really into it, you know? And we always think like in a, in a more intellectual framework of like, well, no, I don't like ducks, but what you're at, but the thing is your, if you think about your body, um, if I am playing golf and I'm having a great day and I, you know, I don't play golf. I don't know why I picked. I know. I was example. gonna say, like, where did um, golf come from? <laughs> but like, let's let's say you know it's a par four, and I get it in two, and it's like amazing. It's the best I've ever done on that hole, or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I love golf. I love this game. That's you can feel like the body is doing. My body is doing the same things with like adrenaline and like dopamine in the brain and all that kind of stuff. As and she's like, these ducks, I hate these ducks. I'm gonna throw rocks at the duck. And it's like the same, your body's still like it's amped up, it's got adrenaline going, it's the same energy, you know. So the universe Although is like, oh okay. And I really think this is gonna go into dovetailing into what you, the other topic you want to talk about, Kelly, is like you mean ducktailing? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so yes, thank you. So uh, <laughs> the cap however the difference between the two uh, the the woman with the ducks is her energy is negative emotion yes and that is a very different yeah. that that's doing a very different that's having a very different experience with our bodies and the detriment that it is to our immune system our health and well-being and our emotions versus mm -hmm. the man who's playing golf and is super excited, super thankful, having a great time. The chemicals that are being released in his body, the endorphins, everything is creating health and well-being within his body mm -hmm. and is affecting his immunity, his immune system. In mm -hmm. a, It's strengthening his immune system. Whereas the woman with the ducks, it's depleting her immune system. It's weakening her immune system. And so that's, that's awesome. I love that. So can we talk about negative emotions? Yeah, let's. I really want to talk about that. That was one of my, <laughs> I, I think, I think it was the last, I know this is a few weeks down the line now, but the last podcast I listened to, um, you talked about negative emotions. So I want to know more about that. Um, because I, I know for me, and I know for many of us, we were taught that emotions like anger and sadness aren't allowed, um, that those are things you shouldn't express or have. 
And so that can come out as a game of whack-a-mole in other ways that aren't helpful. And so, my, so I'll just explain for me what what I how I use the the art of allowing the law of attraction for emotions like that. Um, I think those emotions are healthy, and I think we should feel them, and then I think we should move on. And that that's what that's how I use them. Um, when if I'm really sad, um, if I'm really angry if I'm frustrated, um, I feel them. I usually express it to another person to, to just be seen. And th then it usually, it's like airing it out works, you know, for the most part. And sometimes it's really, there, there's some, there are some things that are just very painful and don't, don't just move through. Um, and so the way I, I work with that is I put on some, I mean, first of all, it's so important to acknowledge it, maybe talk to one or more people about it. Um, and then I put on really great too. Yeah. I hate journaling, but I know that that's yeah. really good. <laughs> well, for those of, of us who do, it's one of yeah. the, I always like to think of it, pen and paper, you know, we always have that available nowadays with electronics yeah. and just expressing and letting out. It's the least expensive, readily mm -hmm. available form of therapy that exists. I believe. Great. Yeah, that's great. And, and then um, put on some, 90s hip hop, you know, like yeah. do something to shift the energy because I don't, there's this great, um, there's this great phrase. I, I can't remember exactly what it is, but um, there's a difference between, um, there's a difference between feeling emotions and picking out furniture and living in those emotions. Uh, so that that's basically how I see it. So I kind of wanted to get your take on it and talk more about negative emotions versus positive emotions. I'd, I'd like to jump in really quick because I think this is uh, this is really important. It's something that I, I get confused on sometimes. I think a lot of people get confused on because you're right. A lot of us come from you know homes, childhoods, backgrounds where we get um, you know taught you know don't don't feel these feelings, and so that can lead in adulthood to like you repress the feelings and you have a habit of not feeling it, fully feeling your feelings in the present. And so you're continuing to add to this like warehouse of like buried emotions. And as you say, the whack-a-mole thing, like th those come out in other ways. Like you get, um, you know, inappropriately, hugely angry over small things, or you, you, you burst into tears over small things or stuff like that. And that's really that buried emotion. So I think um, it's not that law of attraction, art of allowing work recommends like, not having emotions and I'm not wild about calling them um, in the secret I put that up on for those of you listening uh, I put up the graphic from the secret which the movie the secret where they sort of give you this graphic of good feelings and bad feelings and I'm not wild about calling them good or bad or positive right. or negative because I think that that in that sort of gives you the message that you should be feeling the good or positive feelings and you shouldn't be feeling the bad or negative feelings. And I agree with you, Kelly, that I think both happen, you know, pain happens, sorrow, sadness, anger, frustration, all of those emotions happen. Um, and I, I totally agree with you. I think the natural way for emotions for us to experience them as humans is for them to kind of move through us uh, for a time. And if we let them flow through us, they do sort of end. Um, oh, it looks like we lost Kelly. 
dropped off the Zoom. Hopefully she'll be back. Um, but just to finish, um, so I, but I think what I've learned from law of attraction, art of allowing work is that there are also a lot of times where my thoughts unnecessarily create the feelings that have a, I think what I can get behind is that those feelings have a low vibration. So anger, sadness, pain, those have a low energy vibration. It means that your being is not vibrating at a high rate. To me, that doesn't mean it's vibrating at a bad rate. It just means you're vibrating at a low rate. You're not going to attract a lot of like wonderful abundance while you're, you're while you're in the present experiencing pain. But um, I think what I've learned is that we, we can change our thoughts so that we're not um, thinking those thoughts that unnecessarily generate low vibration emotions. So in other words, if you, for example, if, um, if you have a really bad commute um, in, in a major city and it really frustrates you, you have two ways you can think about that. One way is you can get frustrated and angry every morning and every evening on the way home and go, oh, I hate this traffic. And what you're doing there is like you're getting into a low vibration of frustration and anger. It's not, you're not a bad person, you know, you're a fine human being. But by getting into that low vibration, what you're doing is you're attracting more traffic in your future <laughs> because the universe again is like, wow, you're really wound up about traffic. You're really obsessed with traffic, you know, like I'll give you more traffic, I guess. Whereas you can change your thoughts and think, okay, maybe this isn't the ideal situation. You know, someday maybe I'd like to not have this commute, but today I have it. So I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to listen to great music. I'm going to use it to relax. I'm going to use it to listen to a guided meditation. I'm going to use it to listen to uh, an episode of the co-creation station podcast and learn about <laughs> the art of love. You know, but you can, then you're, you're putting yourself, it's the same situation and you're putting yourself, you're thinking thoughts that have a higher vibration, which means you're going to attract, number one, you're just going to be happier in the moment because you're not fretting. Or just feeling and better, soothing yourself. Better, right? Yeah, softening and you're the going resistance. To attract, you're going to attract more pleasing situations in the future and fewer displeasing situations in the yeah. future. So I, to me, that's different than when, for example, um, a loved one passes away suddenly like I would expect a human being to experience sadness, loss, pain. And I don't think that is like, oh, well, you know, if you want to do the law of attraction, you better not feel like yeah. sadness, loss, and pain. Absolutely it's like, that's not. part of the human yeah. process. The traffic yeah. example though, we have control over. Like we can, we can choose to look at how we view traffic mentally and we can have influence over what feelings, therefore what level of vibration am I creating in the traffic situation? Right. Excuse me. Um, have you gotten yeah. a text from Kelly? I would have imagined she would have well, come back on by now. Let me see. Yes. Her Wi-Fi crashed and she's rebooting okay. her Wi-Fi and then okay. she will log She'll back in. Right by. So. Okay. <laughs> um, so... It's not live I, TV, but we don't yeah. edit. So there it looks she is. Like Yay. <laughs> oh, welcome back. I'm back. Yay. Um, so I, yeah, I, I am someone who is learning more and more over the years that it's important for me to feel the emotions 
whatever they are and be with them and allow them to pass as you said kelly like they don't they don't last forever colin was just mentioning the difference between my negative emotion when i'm in traffic and getting like snarly because i'm in traffic versus a loved one's past and i'm very sad and just like aching and pain and how those are two very different things and yet with the traffic i can like try to soften the resistance and think of a better feeling thought and you know switch the channel and maybe listen to some music what have you yet with the you know a loved one passing i need to feel the emotions and that um and i i agree that i think a lot of reasons why there's so much disease in the world whatever it may be cancer various forms etc cetera, etc cetera, different ailments is because it's dis-ease mm -hmm. and and most people do not allow themselves to feel the anger, to feel the pain, the disappointment. And so it stays trapped in our bodies. And over time, it creates problems because um, it, it festers, it's negative emotion, it's in there, it's, it's, it's not allowing yeah. the natural health and well being that every human being has, is able to experience. And so with anger. Yes. Feel it. Um, mm -hmm. I love what you said, call a friend, you know, I've, I've journaled, <laughs> you know, just kind of letting it all out. And by the time yeah. I'm done journaling, I'm like, you know, in a very different emotional state. I've even like gotten the pillows on my bed and just punched the pillows and just, <clears throat> I've screamed in my car. I personally don't like that one anymore. Cause I've screamed. So you hard that I've hurt my vocal cords. And then I've, I've pained myself. I'm like, that one doesn't work for me anymore. I've hit the punching bag in the garage, you know, just to let that just out. And I think all of those are a very healthy way of me expressing my emotions. I was- There's another aspect. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, Colin. Well, there's another aspect and I, I wanna be very uh, respectful and careful in how I talk about this because um, you know, if a loved one passes, especially suddenly and unexpectedly, you know, that, that's, that's a devastating event for everyone. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, again, I think if you feel pain and loss, and not just that, but, you know, if you feel waves of grief for a long time, that's understandable as well. You know, you feel okay mm -hmm. for a week or so, and then this wave of grief, that's fine. But, you know, I've met um, people who will talk about like when you get in a conversation with them like hey how's it going all they talk about is sickness illness and death like they'll talk about friends that are sick family members that are sick and they'll say things either about themselves or their friends or their family or all three and they'll say things which are actually thoughts that they have in their mind and they're holding and they're then speaking which is like, oh yeah, everybody in my family gets sick all the time. We're just cursed, yeah. you know, or, oh, I have this friend and she just gets sick all the time. It's just one thing after another, nothing she does works. It's she's just always sick, you know, or, or they'll talk about themselves. Like, yeah, I can't get healthy. Like I've tried everything and just no matter what I get over one thing and I get another. And the thing is, I'm not, you know, I, again, I want to be careful about this. Like I'm not saying that people should beat themselves up mentally for having, you know, that they have an illness and they go to the doctor and the doctor says you have this illness, like don't beat yourself up over that. But 
our thoughts and beliefs around health work the same as everything else with the law of attraction of art of allowing. And if you go around thinking, believing, and saying, oh my gosh, I get sick all the time, or my family just gets sick all the time, or everybody in my family dies at an early age, like those are, you know, things you're sending out into the universe and the universe is like, oh, okay, you enjoy, not enjoy, but you get really intense when you talk about sickness well, and death. Focus and, you spend and attention. A lot of time. And so That's where let the me focus and attention is. More sick friends. Let me give you some more sick relatives. You know, and so I mean, I think it's 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 one of those things of like it's a balance. You know, for me, it's like people. You know, we're human. We all pass. You know, we all transition. So people close to me pass, and and they're going to keep doing that as long as I'm on this earth. And it's not, I'm not going to try to like not feel pain, not feel lost, but I also um, do affirmations as often as I can. Like I'm in awesome health. I love my awesome health. I'm very grateful for my awesome health, you know, and I do prayers about like, oh, I just wish health for all my family and friends. You know, uh, my mother, uh, Kelly's mother too, um, is having, has been having health struggles for a while. And I pray for her every morning, you know, for you know, uh, her to receive healing from the universe. I don't, I don't sit around and complain about like, oh gosh, my mom's sick. And, you know, because, um, you know, I want to aid her, not, you know, send more negative energy, you know, more negative vibration to attract more trouble for her, you know? So I think that that's, that's an important element to this is that, you know, what, as I view it, like if you're sitting in the doctor's office and you get a diagnosis, like at that point it's manifested. So if you have feelings, you know, somebody gets told they have cancer or something like that's a, you know, it's natural to feel fear, you know, panic, uh, sadness, confusion, but just in general in life, if you start thinking, speaking, believing, you know, I'm in great health and I love that. I love how I'm healthy. I love how I love taking care of my body and I love how I love eating healthy foods and I love how I love exercising and I'm really grateful that the universe, you know, responds with giving me wonderful health. And I'm really glad that all my friends are healthy and my family's healthy. And, you know, if you, if you have those thoughts, those beliefs, those things you're saying all day, that has an effect. So. Yeah. And too, I, you know, I had an experience back in 2010 where I was diagnosed with fibroids and, um, and I, you know, I, wonderful book called Women's Bodies, Women's Wisdom by um, Dr. Christine Northrup. And I looked in there, what are fibroids? You know, I was pretty devastated. And, um, and in the reading, I discovered, you know, that chakra area represented relationships and creativity. And at the time, I just, it just really struck me because I wasn't happy in my relationship and I wasn't being creative. Um, I was suppressing my true emotions around all of that. And it was really eye-opening for me to see. And that was the beginning of me really being honest with myself about how I felt and what I needed to do in both of those areas. And, um, and so I could see the correlation. Um, and, and I think, you know, go ahead, Colin. No, I was going to ask you a question. I didn't mean to, if you want to finish, uh, you can do that first. And but, so I think uh, a lot of times with, um, when we are diagnosed with an ailment that it's important to look at the mental, um, the physical, the emotional, the spiritual aspect of it, because we are all of those things. Mm -hmm. And, and where, where do I need support? Where, what can I change? Um, how can I do things a little better? What improvements can I make? Where do I, what am I not seeing? 
what am I, what have I been suppressing? And um, how am I hurting myself? Yeah. Yeah. It's not about like, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm bad and I'm doing this wrong. It's about, Oh yeah. I've done how, something how, wrong. How am, yeah. I, how am I harming myself? I don't know that I'm harming myself. Right. Yeah. Cause sometimes well, I'm other, blind. I don't want to see it. Right. It's too painful to look at. For me, it, you know, and I, I don't, I don't mean to judge Diane or, or criticize her in any way, but it's interesting. Oh, we've all done what Diane's doing to some respect. Come <laughs> yeah, on. Oh, I mean, I, still, I, live, I live in Los Angeles. Like, yeah. Um, but um, it does seem similar to the traffic story to me in the sense that ducks on your property are not a real problem. Like if you have cancer, that's a challenge you have to deal with. You know, you're going to have to do something about that. If you're uh, child is struggling in school and you know really having trouble learning and when you're not sure of the reason yet that's something you really need to deal with ducks pooping on your dock are is not like a life-threatening you know nobody's getting hurt nobody's getting losing a limb i understand there's the poop issue cleaning that up but you know and the bacteria and all that sort of stuff but that's something that again like it's manageable, you know, those are things that like, um, there's that book, I forget the author, but like, don't sweat the small stuff and it's all small stuff, you know, it's <laughs> like most of the things that we get upset about, you know, aren't, aren't worth it. Like we, we, you know, and Stephanie and I have talked about this on the pod before, which is like, we use that, you know, the lizard brain, the, the caveman, cavewoman brain <laughs> to get upset and fight something that we, you know, in, ancient history, we were fighting, you know, saber-toothed tigers and woolly mammoths. We do that about electric bills and ducks and traffic. And like, that's not, there's no reason to do that, you know? So what I was going to ask Stephanie, given that she's the transformational life coach here, um, is if you, if, if Diane was a client, like what would your, what would your methodology or suggestion be for her um to deal with this scenario like what's the way out of assuming that she's just generating more ducks and she hates ducks so she's generating more you know bad feelings unnecessarily like what's what's the way out i would ask i would spend a little bit of time just i would want to know like what were her thoughts and feelings about the ducks like what was generating this really strong emotion around them get that get some clarity along that and then from there we would we would shift and reorientate, re, <laughs> reorient what's going on. Um, Cause it's all a thinking. And remember we were, I was, what comes first? And I believe the thought comes first and then the emotion is response to the thought. And so it would be a redirecting, just kind of looking at what's going on for her around there. Cause there is, there's, who knows? I, you know, like we could, there's, there's one or two specific reasons why this is a strong, compelling, negative emotion for her. We don't know what that is. And looking at that, who knows, maybe, like I know my daughter has aversion to birds because when she was a little girl, the bird flew out of the cage and flew on her and she was just freaked out. You know, we all have these little traumas that happen to us and throughout our childhood and you know, maybe it's a disrespectful thing to her. They, she doesn't like poop, you know, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. we have no idea. I mean, in her defense, who likes poop all over the place? I mean, <laughs> I and I never heard of duck itch and I, it doesn't sound like something I want to experience. Like so, yeah, so. But I guess, 
Yeah, I, I'm really grateful that you said that because I think it's easy sometimes when I think about the law of attraction and I see, I observe a friend or a stranger or something like sort of getting upset about something and I'm like, because I'm an outside observer, I'm like, dude, you don't need to get upset about that. Like, what are you doing? And I don't know what is behind that. You know, it's really easy to just say, well, dude, if you're going to yell at this thing, you're going to get more of it, you know, which there's some truth to that. But sometimes there's something deeper um, that somebody needs to work through in their own process, whatever therapy yeah. or, you know, whatever um, to get, to get to that because, but separate from that, I would say like, if I, if she asked me, you know, yeah. I would say is it's going to be really hard, but like, you know, make the ducks your friends, like make the ducks your friends, because it's one of those things of like, as, as long as you're resisting it, it's just going to keep coming. Okay. And so you, that could be a but, big jump for someone who really hates ducks. Totally. Yeah, totally. And yeah. so my suggestion would be to ask about her property. If it's her main home, what do you mm. love about it? What mm. do you like mm. about the lake? What I would yeah. redirect to some other focus and mm. have her focus more on what's going well in any other area. We probably wouldn't even talk right. about the ducks. I would probably want a little bit mm -hmm. of information at the beginning and yeah. then redirect her into, because you say you love Diane. She sounds like an amazing woman. She's mm -hmm. got this beautiful property. Look at that view. Oh my God. So she's got great energy. And so I would, I would help her focus on all the things that are going well in her life. Mm -hmm. And over time, as we did that, I guarantee you those ducks would show up less and less and by the time three months into us being spending time together once a week we wouldn't have any more ducks mm -hmm. it would be a non-issue they just went or, by yeah or you know some other outcome that we can't determine you know but exactly. positive. like yeah. it could be that she suddenly has a great experience with a duck that yeah, we don't all know of a sudden, like yeah, yeah. it'd be a non-issue though whatever it yeah. ended up being it just yeah. would no longer because i've had that with clients happen over and over again i had a client show up and she was traumatized by you know with a next door neighbor and she had tried regular therapy and it was actually getting worse and we happened to meet at the talk i gave and um we started working together and it just became a non-issue for her Mm -hmm. And that she never, ever, when we first started working together, would ever had thought that would have been her experience. And she's just like, it's irrelevant. Yeah, it just falls away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. I, I had an experience once where I was having a real issue with a person that I had to see all the time. I'm going to go into any details for privacy reasons, but yes. I had to see this person all the time and they were just generating you know, every time I bumped into them, the interaction was very displeasing to me and upsetting. And I was getting really frustrated. And the guidance that I got was just, I couldn't ignore this person because they were in my life. I had to have some sort of contact with them. I was going to see them probably at least once a day. But the guidance I got was actually not what I was suggesting earlier. Like, don't try to become friends with the ducks. Like, don't try to make this person your best friend. Mm -hmm. Just pull your energy away from them. So what that meant for me was 
the times that I needed to talk to them, be polite, be respectful, um, but also like don't like stretch it out because what I was doing was getting into like conflict with them and we would have this yeah. argument. And yeah. I, every time I think a I lot of us do that, it. right? <laughs> right. That person, these arguments, uh, I love you know, the universe is like, wow, those arguments. I guess you're really wound up about arguments with that person. Okay, well, guess what tomorrow's gonna be like. I and love so that me, saying, do we want to be right or do you want to be happy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. So what I just did was but that was what was confusing to me at the time. I remember feeling like, well, I can't get rid of this person and they, they are opposed to me and they bring up things that I do not agree with. So what the <laughs> heck am I supposed to do? And it, yeah. the guidance really was like, you don't have to fight it. Like, mm -hmm. and, and, you're, and they're not gonna win if you just take your energy back. So you don't be rude. You don't, you don't be like, you don't ignore them. Like, oh, I don't see you, yeah, yeah. you know? Cause that would be <laughs> weird. Um, but no, and, and so what I did was I just, that's what I did. Like whenever this person came into my space, I was like polite, friendly, kind, but I wouldn't say much. And they would just sort of talk at me like they usually did. And I'd be like, okay, thanks. Thanks for sharing that. And then I would just like, I wouldn't like run away. I would just like kind of just stay there. And what ended up happening was after about three of those, that person just like was having no fun with me anymore. And they just like, <laughs> Yeah. So A, you dropped A, the rope. A, they stopped bothering me, but they were still in my day every day. But I got to a point where I was like, oh my God, I don't stress about this. And I could not have, I wouldn't have believed you if you told me before yeah. I started pulling my energy away that like right. I would literally be around this person and not obsess about how wrong they were all day. That's so, and I did. That's I was a great like, story. you know what? If this person's in my life for the rest of my life, I'm fine. Yeah, but the funny right part on. was three, three months later, they moved to another city far away. <laughs> and I was like, what? that was one of the biggest like law of attraction things for me because I was just awesome. like, I was really trying to figure out like, how do I beat this person? How do I defeat this mm -hmm. person? And how was that how working I, like, for you? Argument? Yeah. And it's just, it doesn't, you can understand, right? Like, intellectually, I totally get like, it. Yeah, like, but that yeah. doesn't work, right? Energy, you did just the opposite. Energy that's determining yeah what's going on that's a great story well i think that's sorry i was gonna wrap up but did you, you wanna, i just want to say that whole thing is like having the tug of war you know where you have that rope and you're like pulling and pulling and you just like drop your side of the rope and that pretty much ended the struggle mm, it's a great metaphor i did want to say that no uh ducks were harmed in the recording of this podcast uh, we, we're very pro wildlife here on co-creation station um, you know, just, just in case anybody was worried about that all right well thanks everybody for listening if you've been listening to the audio version we really appreciate it um if you've been watching us on the youtube channel thank you so much um again if you want to follow like subscribe give us a review whatever the platform you're on you. allows you to do um it would very much help us and uh, Stephanie, if people want to get in touch with you, what is the best way to do that? Uh, website, www.powerenjoy.com. -E All right. And for me uh, now, it's my Instagram, uh, which is at Colin underscore Daniels underscore Worcester. And I'll put that down in the uh, description for everybody. And uh, Dr. Kelly, you have a website. 
don't you? We, we put that in the description for you. I do. I'm, the, I'm not uh, currently taking new patients right now, but um, but if you want to keep in touch, my Facebook is uh, Dr. D-R-K-E-L-L-Y-M-A-I-N-E uh, dot com. Um, and that is also my website, but um, Facebook is probably a better place to keep in touch. Dr. Kelly, Kelly Maine. Thank you so much for joining us today. We Thanks loved for having, having me you. Great questions, great, by the way. Yeah. yeah, great topics. Thank you. Great Wonderful. I hope and everyone enjoyed it. In. We you sure did. In. You snuck in the immunity. See you stuff. next time. I heard that. I was there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Well, Thanks so much, everybody, for watching or listening, whichever you did. And uh, we'll see you next week on Co-Creation Station. And now we'll take 20 seconds of silence so we can put up the little videos and won't miss anything. And we'll make faces. <laughs> I don't know why we didn't have that idea before. That's a good idea. The faces that you won't see because... <laughs> And the audio version, people are like, this is really unfair now because we can't see what's going on. All right. Have a great week, everybody. Bye.